You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. And this is a special midweek Europod. And what a Europod it's going to be. What a European week it was. Some amazing goals, some amazing games. And we will touch on all the big stories. We'll certainly talk about Ronaldo and what he's doing for Real Madrid at the moment and his amazing overhead kick. We'll certainly talk Arsenal in the Europa League with a very good victory, easy victory against Seska Moscow. Um, we'll talk briefly about Alan Pardew leaving West Brom. But really, Robbie Earl, um, there's only one place to start, and that's at Anfield. Now, before I do that, I do want to read out a review. We do ask for, for reviews, and, and people tell us a little bit about the show, what they like, what they don't like, and also which team they support and why. And we've got a good one, uh, this particular uh, midweek uh, podcast version. It's a Liverpool fan, and it's from Mitchell Grant 6 saying, I su- started supporting Liverpool when I saw Steven Gerrard during the 13-14 title run-in. He is by far my favourite Premier League player ever and got me interested in watching football. Since then, I've fallen in love with Liverpool FC, the Cop, and Jürgen's Liverpool. I can't wait to see a game at Anfield. Thanks for delivering an unbiased, un- insightful and enjoyable podcast on the most recent Premier League updates. You'll never walk alone. So that's very mm. apt and very good and very yeah. kind from Mitchell Grant. Six. Thanks very much for that. Uh-huh. Um, and the subject of Anfield and, 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 and Mitchell Grant wanting to yeah. go and see a game at Anfield. My goodness, mate. I mean, what an atmosphere. Um, what a game. Mm. I mean, incredible start with the, the bus journey, which, which is yeah. awful. And the Liverpool fans crossed the line there. Didn't need yeah. to do that. No. It was amazing atmosphere as that bus came in anyway. So that was an ugly scene that Pep was rightly very angry about. Yeah. But when that first whistle uh, blew in that game, oh my, my goodness, didn't Jurgen Klopp, Rob, get it right? Well... Didn't Anfield get it right, first mm. of all, Rob? The atmosphere inside that place. And let's remember mm. this is a new Anfield, so, you know, there's more numbers added and, you know, mm. it's still got to find its way. And we've seen how teams like West Ham go to London Stadium in a bigger stadium and can't feel like their own. Mm. I know it's very different than Anfield, but it's interesting that, that, that Mitchell uh, Grant, who, who's written into us, was talking about, you know, Steven Gerrard. Used to think that it was a Steven Gerrard night, wasn't it? Midweek. European games, you know, the Anfield's rocking, the cops do singing their, their songs, and, and it's spectacular. This was up there with the very best nights I've seen at Anfield, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Two powerhouse English teams, two attacking teams going for it. And, and my takeaway, and there's so many points to go through, but my yeah. takeaway of it, of it all yeah. is that on the night, Liverpool affected Pep Guardiola's thoughts more than Pep's team affected Liverpool. From the change in, in, in midfield to the start of the game, to the way they play, to almost becoming a little bit, and I don't want to use the word in drug to it, but being spooked by what Liverpool had to offer. Mm. It was the first time this season. I remember on the podcast, and I'm not sort of being wise after the event, I said to you, my little, my little fancy for Liverpool is it. We haven't really seen Manchester City defend. They, they're so good at what they do. I want to know, can these defenders can these defenders defend like normal back four if they get put under pressure? And the one thing I, I thought that came out of the game were, was 
I'm not too sure when the opposition have the ball that this team can defend as well as maybe we've thought in the past because they've been doing so well on the front foot and pinning teams in and teams that don't either have the ability or the, the tactics to win the ball and attack with with a threat. Liverpool got all that perfectly. It was a stunning, stunning performance by Jurgen Klopp and his team. Listen, I agree. I agree um, about your first line there, Rob, about him being spooked and kind of a pushing City to, to play in a way they didn't want to play. I, I'm my overriding thought is actually quite simple, Rob, and we shouldn't, and and particularly Man City shouldn't be surprised at what happened here because we saw this in the Premier League game at Anfield when it was the same thing. And remember, we talked about the the incredible work ethic, the incredible drive from all those players from Liverpool to press and to work their socks off to win the ball back. And that's what you have to do against Manchester City. So in, in, in summarising this, I can do it, I, I think, quite, quite in, my, in, my, in my thoughts, quite quickly. First half was intense. They used the atmosphere. They used the intensity, the passion, the, the feeling of the European Cup. Liverpool were five-time winners of this competition. They used that in terms of energy, in terms of closing down, in terms of midfield work. Oxley chamberlain Milner, Henderson, Fermi. Everybody, those fullbacks that we've got to talk about, into into hurrying and hustling City to a point where it, it totally ruined their passing game through direct tackles, through through even when they had time on the ball. Then Rob, because of the hustle, they gave the ball away, loose passes, panicking passes. That absolutely, in my opinion, and you can talk about, and we maybe talk about different team selections, tactics, shapes. That wasn't it. Wasn't, a it wasn't day no, today. it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't that day. No. It was all but, about that. That Preston, Rob, that's what stopped City in the first half. And I just, I just summarised the second half. Second half, I think I tweeted out, like, they can't keep doing that, Liverpool. They've got to, they've got to have something different ready for when they tire. And that difference in the second half was, you know what? OK, we get it. We've got the goals. We're going to sit back. We're going to fill the spaces. We're going to work in a different way, a, a little bit less energetic way, and get the job done. And they did it superbly. A game of two halves managed perfectly by Klopp and Liverpool. Yeah, but I'm going to come back to you on this one because last week when we were making predictions and, and people were saying City and this and, and yeah. I was sort of saying that, that I felt that Liverpool will have a chance to upset City. Of course flow. they did. Of I course didn't, they had I didn't a chance. Know, I didn't know how, how good it was. But everybody was, te- was saying to me, yeah, but City will find a way over the two gags. City yeah. will find a way. Yeah. And, 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 the, and what I'm trying to say is people still haven't given – still. I don't think the question's been asked defensively of this Manchester City team, properly defending. When you're in your own half, when you've got to have your, your numbers, when you've got to have your shape, because it, very, it rarely happens during the course of the season. They've lost one game all season. So when everybody was saying, well, you know, you can only see City over two games, I'm, 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 I'm questioning... One Liverpool at home can upset them, have upset them. Mm. Jurgen Klopp's got a good record against against um, Pep Guardiola. Mm. Not going to be spooked. Going away from home, even if it was 1-1, I still think Liverpool go, go into a game at the Etihad with a chance the way they play. We've seen their defensive, and we'll talk about this, those individuals who were excellent, if they can produce something similar. They're always well set up to hit a team on the counter-attack. Yeah. And Manchester City, yeah. by the way, know that now and can't afford to be paired. Can't afford, afford to be too gung-ho in trying to get goals because if they concede one, it's, it, it's basically done. But on the defensive side of it, Rob, we, we, we never see them tested because they, they, they demand, I mean, they, they commit 
I'm not commit. They have they get so much of the board, don't they? So so defensively, they they're very rarely te- they are tested only when they make mistakes in turnovers and transitions, and that's what it's always been with Pep. Always, always. From when I watch his teams at Barcelona, they they worry about having the ball, dominating the ball, defending with the ball. When that side of their game isn't very good, there are shambles because they give the ball away. Mm, and people shambles are, is a bit harsh. Well, they, yeah, but they, they, they've got no kind of... The only structure they have, and, and we had uh, Roberto Martinez in the studio uh, talking, Rob, and he basically says, listen, when they play, they basically try and keep five behind the ball. Mm-hmm. And and and, and uh, the way that they set up again in this particular game, it was a little bit different. But it was it was Laporte who played left back in a four that didn't get forward an inch. But he didn't really. Well, he wasn't even a left back, Rob. He played like a three, and and Walker yeah. came on on the well, right. It wasn't even a, a back four. It wasn't. It was a back four. But but he stayed at left back, and Walker was allowed to go forward at right back. So Laporte. Company Ottoman, as you said, Rob, three of the four stayed back. And then you had De Bruyne mm. and Fernandinho. This is how it started. It changed a ton in the game. And that was your two in front. So it was very different, but that was the five. So that's the only defensive, um, I think, uh, measures that Pep makes. And when they play a game of football, we're going to totally try and get the ball and, and do our thing. But we do have five just in case it breaks down. And when it did break down in this game, those five couldn't handle Liverpool's pace, Liverpool's finishing, Oxay chamberlain again. Again, against City, bursts through midfield and scores a magnificent goal. So, I mean, I, I, I think when you say about being tested defensively, Rob, I mean, this, it's a long, what, we 32 games into a Premier League season of 38, and their style, their philosophy has been good enough and consistent enough to mean that they haven't had to worry about defending. No, but the, people the haven't... I hear you, Rob, and, and I'm at your point, but so what, what teams, teams are here? good enough to, to test them more than they have. People have been scared to do that no, because of the threats. I, 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 who's good enough to win the ball Tot- back, Rob? Tot- Tottenham are like good that. enough. Liverpool are good enough. Manchester United, with a different style, could be good enough. So you're saying good enough. Let's, 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 let's use a more specific term. What can, can, can outwork what, what, what and I'm to saying close is down? Because that's two occasions. Do. They played down. Liverpool on two occasions, and Liverpool have shown on two occasions that you can get to this team and with incredible push them work back. rate. With incredible. Yeah. So you're telling me that Spurs can't work as hard? That, well, oh, that, maybe Spurs. That, yeah, maybe but, Spurs, but but they didn't. No, I'm not saying they did, but I'm saying teams of the calibre who can work as hard and have got quality yeah. enough to yes. get the goals. Burnley yeah. can work as hard, but are not going to score the goals. Everton tried to work as hard. I get right. that. But what I'm saying is there's almost, I wouldn't say there's a blueprint, but there's got to be a yeah. feeling amongst the rest of the group that actually, let's have a look what Liverpool do and let's have a look why they made Manchester yeah. not look so good. Yeah. And then when we face them, we don't have to sit back all the time and just <laughs> you know be passive and park the bus and wait for times. Actually, let's see if Otamendi does like running down the channels. Let's see how good a one-on-one defender Laporte is. Mm-hmm. You know, is Vincent Company still on top of his game as, as, as big a presence as he is? Because Liverpool have just shown us that kind of uncertainty that I'm not saying is easy and I'm not saying every team in the league can do, but I'm certainly talking about your top three, four, five teams in the league where they face City have got to be going into that game with a slightly different perception of, of what that game plan should be. Yeah, I, I get it, Rob. I get it. I just I, I just differ from you because not not in the theory. It's, 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 how, you, it's how you can beat the execution City. They've done it. it twice. They've absolutely... But it's mm. just... Oxlade, Henderson, Milner, Salah, Mane comes back, Robertson, Trent. I mean, it was a, it was a, I'm not sure there's a midfield three 
I mean, maybe maybe Spurs, you could you could put some together there that have got the stamina. Rob, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I guess I'm talking about is stamina, stamina to keep running to close down, stamina to to for the Milner to win the ball and just knocks it to Oxlade Chamberlain. You know, all the all those players were, were so incredible, oh, and I guess game, that's yeah. that's where mm. me and you differ is is that you feel that other teams in the league could potentially do the same as that. Whether they've got the same finishing ability, of course, will yeah. be questioned, but they, they mm-hmm. should try and upset City because it's obvious that yeah. that's the way that, that, even though it's incredibly difficult, that you stop Man City. Just just on their team, Rob, before we go into some of the individuals for, for Liverpool, did you... Were you? I was surprised that Sterling... I was, yeah. I was a little surprised, yeah, surprised Sterling didn't play, but he did have a nightmare last time against Liverpool. Um, I get that, Rob, but, he, but here's my point on this one, and, and, and I get you exactly where you're going and I wanted to ask you the same question mm. so if, if listen if, if Manchester City win 3-0 Gundogan's in it's a massive stroke by Pep he doesn't play Sterling you know he gets the win he outnumbers in midfield that he wanted to do etc etc it didn't work so it's it's a bit easy to go well he didn't play uh, Sterling so you know that's the reason but I want to look at, at the development of Raheem, Raheem Sterling the, the, the football player who we've seen develop uh, tactically Certainly seem develop in terms of his productivity, his goals and his assist. Is there a point where Pep's got to get him through these kind of moments? Is, is it any time that a, a group of fans get at Raheem Sterling to a way he's not going to play? Because that doesn't... That's not going to happen to the... We, we're going to talk about Ronaldo. We're going to talk about Messi. We're going to talk about, you know, great players. All, you know, and I know he's not that level, but top players, Rob, have to accept at some places it's not going to mm. be... It's going to be hostile. You have to go and, and do your job. Is is there a little bit of a... What am I trying to say? It isn't part of Raheem Sterling's development to get through those mm-hmm. moments and come out of, of games? Uh, it, it, it potentially is. Uh, asked about it afterwards, he said that he decided on Gundogan because he's a little better, more reliable on the ball and he's good at coming from midfield to get in the box and try and get goals. Mm. I, I'm I'm not sure I was buying it. I, I'm mm. with you. I, I think Sterling, I think he didn't play him because he had a really rough time. The fans are going to be all over him. Um, and I don't think he he, he wanted that. It, it, and and what I would say as well, by the way, it, I, I don't think it would have made any difference to this particular result and the performance because Liverpool would have still pressed. Mm. They would have still got yeah. the opportunities. So I don't think it would make a difference. But I, I was surprised. And, and maybe it's the first kind of, was it a little defensive kind of measure from yeah, Pep? Yeah, a little Do you move, think a, a little, little move, bit? wasn't it? Yeah. I just thought, it, to me, if I was in the Liverpool dressing room, my first yeah. thought was, yeah. I spooked him a little bit. He, yeah. He's changed yeah. all that he's done all season when mm. he's come to our place. Right, come on, let, let, let's show him. And they mm. did. And, and I mean, we, we've spent 10, 15 minutes talking about City now. Let, let's talk about Liverpool. Let's Can I just give her one more one great. more player, Rob? One more player before we get to Liverpool. City. Yeah, sorry, just one more. Aguero, I, I thought he was badly missed. missed. Yeah, Jesus missed. was was mm. not lost, but I I really thought he struggled yeah. to have any impact to to influence the game, even though it wasn't going their particular way. So I think that was another key moment in the game. Aguero mm. not playing for Jesus, um, just just yeah. to finish up on 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 the city's kind of approach in their in their lineup. Yep, you're right. But I, I'm going to go straight yep. to go to straight two to guys it, who I thought were absolutely outstanding on yeah. the night. Yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold yeah. at right back, yeah. Andrew Robertson at left yeah. back. Yeah. Two players, Robbie. You talk about Raheem Sterling had not played at the, you know Trent Alexander-Arnold's nineteen. He's never played at, at this level, this intensity, this yeah. big, this bigger game. 
handled it, Rob, like, well, actually, was his defending was outstanding. Yeah. He was backing off and winning balls from Sonny in, in a classic defensive stance, poking oh. it away from his toe. Yeah. His covering runs, his, his positional plays, anticipation. Andrew Robertson was a revelation down that left-hand oh, side at times, crikey. bending balls in, running away for, from Gundogan, who, who didn't really want to follow him down that, that side of the pitch. I mean, honestly, Rob, I mean, in terms of, you know, one that comes through the academy... One that shows, Amazing. actually, if you go and buy good footballers and, and coach them, look what can happen. I mean, mm. I thought they were just outstanding. I, I, I'm with a team you, that was brilliant. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, we've not had any conversation before this, yeah. and, and I've got it on my notes, exactly the same thing. I mean, stunning. I mean, and also, by the way, I mean, what a comparison. You've got Laporte that I think mm. was like $70 million. Yeah. You've got Carl Walker that was, I think, 50, a similar amount, 50 70, million yeah, pounds, 50 or whatever pounds, it was. 70 odd million dollars. Yeah, yeah. so uh, uh, as fullbacks. And these two kids, and, mm. and do, do you know what else is interesting, Rob? And a friend of mine, we talked to, uh, to my buddy of mine who's a Liverpool fan, and uh, it's actually him who said, his words like, you know what? I love the way that Klopp, <laughs> even though Trent Alexander-Arnold got tortured a little bit against United with Marcus Rashford, yeah, and there yeah. was another goal just recently pa- that was Pal- a similar... Palace, wasn't it? Zaha, he got, yeah, he got there you go. Of, yeah. it, it, you know what? He's like, I, I don't care. Get out there, mate. Yeah. I trust in you. I believe Correct. in you. We saw it Moreno on the left-hand side earlier this season. He's like, get out there. I trust in you. So even though Alexander-Arnold was at fault for some goals and I'm mm. sure he's learnt those lessons real yeah, quick yeah. his manager says you know what you're, you, I, 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 I love you to bits you mm. get out there you play against one of the mo- one of the quickest up and coming wingers there is in, in world football in Leroy Correct. Sané and he did an amazing job uh, mm. and, the, and, and I, I just can't I mean talk about a right back there what is he Rob is he 19 I thought he was 20 19, 19 years of age I Rob, mean what a player Liverpool that, that have, wow, you know. no, have developed and have brought through very carefully. And He's could, going could to be, be England's right-back for the next for, 10, 12 be. years once, once he, he makes that, that next step. Um, I'll yeah. tell you what else I'm going to mention in there as well, because he, he's not going to get a headline. And I, I particularly, I don't know why he caught my eye yesterday as I was watching mm. him. Jordan Henderson mm. was immense for mm. that team. Mm. Not in his, yeah, his passing and things were... Rob, the, the way he ran across the pitch and blocked holes and got in front of people and cajoled yeah. people and drilled people in. I don't know why. I was just drawn to him yesterday with all no, that was, was going on in Ox and mm. thing. He was absolutely... He was dragging himself around the last 15, 20 I minutes of the pitch. Yeah, he's he struggling, was dragging yeah. himself across to get blocks in, to yeah. get in front of people, to shut things down. And he, he sometimes gets a bit of a stick from maybe England fans and people say, what does he do? I tell you mm. what, he wasn't half a good captain yesterday. Yeah, in the uh, last minutes yeah. of the game, when if they just they didn't nick one Man City, puts a whole different different yeah. essence on the second game. It isn't it isn't done and dusted yet by any means because we know how City can be. But mm. I, I just thought he was one of those Robbie. I don't think we'll, we'll feature in many people's man of the match. I tell you, he was immense yesterday. He was immense, and I think he's suspended now, isn't he, for the next match? Yeah, he's got a yellow so card. That that's. That's going to be difficult. Lock, isn't it? They talk it about Chan, Chan possibly being fit, which, which right. it would be, be a huge boost um, yeah. if he does. Yeah, I mean, just just to kind of follow on with with um, others, Milner I thought mm. was, was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and Oxlade Chamberlain, Rob. Wow. I mean, talk yeah. about a player that that I'll be honest, I wasn't sure why Liverpool paid a, a big big fee mm. for another central midfield player, yeah. um, but but <laughs> again, it, I mean, leave Arsenal. 
Get a manager that believes in you, trusts you. He is playing exactly the position that he's told everybody that he wants to play, like a number yeah. eight box-to-box -box in that midfield. Another goal against City, another amazing strike. And what he gives you, and I think Klopp's brought to his game, Rob, is that we know he can dribble and he can, he can accelerate out of areas and he's got a yeah. good shot and yeah. he's got an attacking eye. He's now a worker as well. Mm. He, he both did his sides fair of the share game, of... Yeah, yeah, both sides both of the sides. game. And then when you've yeah. got that, with his ability... And his age and everything else and his power and his physicality, you know, it looks, player. yeah, it looks, it looks very, very good. It's just, you know, uh, Salag scoring the goal, Mane's busyness on the left-hand side, yeah, Firmino he, doing what he, he normally does there. Um, Salah groin injury, Rob? Yeah. yeah Negative? So it's a worry. Now, we've got a, a quote here from, uh, I'm going to read out, if Jurgen Klopp was after, asked, after the match about his injury yeah. and he's basically said um, I asked him and he said so this is um, Salah yeah. saying it I, I will be good it will be fine but then yeah. Klopp goes on to say but now we have to wait for the real diagnosis not most self-diagnosis so mm. I, I still it, it, that's quotes there from, from the player mm. uh, you know you, you, we, you, you wouldn't say that Rob would you unless you no you you've know, got a chance and I saw another chance. report today actually Rob where again he said not as bad as we first thought and I think yeah. it it kind of sounds and feels like he might not be involved in the derby and he'll be starting yeah. on uh, Tuesday mm. night and listen, if he gives them an hour and they've done what they need to do, mm. there's plenty of other people who can come on and, and finish that job off. But uh, yeah, I mean, if it is a negative, it doesn't look that bad. Henderson, is, I think, is, is a blow. Uh, but if Salah's uh, is playing, that certainly gives um, the edge back to to uh, Liverpool. What do you think in the second leg, Robert? I mean, give me a... I, I've threw a percent, you know, percentage chance that Liverpool are going to complete this. Percentage I've, chance. Liverpool... I, I've have, chucked have in a... What, what do you think? 70, I've chucked in, 75. Yeah, I put 80. 70, I, 75. Yeah. I mean, I mean if, if, if City score early, early goals, one... Yeah. And and listen, they can they can hit you for three goals in, in yes. 15, 20 minutes. Then all of a sudden it's different. But mm. I just don't see it, Rob. I, I said over the two legs, I just think that Liverpool are going to have enough. I see they were spooked by the first. Can you imagine if Liverpool go b b by the way to Etihad and didn't get the first goal? Yeah. Over. Yeah. I, I think yeah. Man City. Uh, there was there was there was a part of Man City when Liverpool had possession and were pressing them and winning, and there was something about them, Rob, that was a little bit. Almost like childlike. They were looking around Flaky. a little bit, like, "What? What's mm. going on? This didn't mm. happen to us." Mm. People didn't really know how to handle it. Mm. And no, that's um, right. And I think that that there's it's got to be a little bit of growing. I mean, some of this yeah. team is, is youngish yeah. on the city side of, of it. Um, I just just finally on this for me, Rob. I'm thinking yeah. like, for the second leg to Liverpool in terms of their approach. Yeah. Now, obviously, there was two very different sides to Liverpool in this yeah. game at yeah. home. Is there, the first half is what, of course, is the destructive, is the goal-scoring, yeah. yeah. counter-attacking, uh, and forcing turnovers. Mm -hmm. That's when they, are they going to do that for any period of the game, or are they going to be yeah. on Mr. Sensible mode, Mr. Second Half mode for this yeah. game away? Because I'm not sure, because that, that, that high pressing is risky, because if they, if they get played is, around, yeah. they're out yeah. of position defensively, and that's when City, but... So that, that's, but I don't know. I don't know I which... I get you. I get you. I just think Manchester, they've earned the respect from City now that City can't afford to over kind of compensate and think, OK, we, 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 this, we're we at home, we go forward. 
I think we'll see a mixture of the both during both halves. I think there might be little periods in the game, and I wouldn't be surprised for the first 15 minutes, Jurgen Klopp says, Have a little press let's, up. let's go cracking at it. Let, mm. Let's go and put them on the back foot a little bit, make mm. Walker sit in a little bit, if it's Laporte or Delph, whoever's playing left side, mm. just have to defend a little bit and just catch them on guard. And then there might be a period where we say, OK, we can sit in, because there, there were periods, and it looks to me as though in the game, a little bit, they had a couple of moments, but let's remember Manchester City didn't have a shot on target in no. the 90 minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That This Liverpool team look a little bit more like... They're a bit comfortable, bit more comfortable now in that defensive mode. Van, Van Dijk's, Dijk's made, made a, a huge yeah, difference yeah, a to, huge to difference. Lovren. Yeah. The goalkeeper, in fairness, is doing OK for him. There hasn't been major problems. I know he came out for the one against Zaha the weekend. You know, the, the two full-backs, good shape and, and everything in front of them. So, it just looks a little bit different from when we saw Liverpool early in the season. We kept saying, not sure they can park the bus and sit there. I think there's a little bit more belief now that if we get our shape behind the ball, that we can you know, make it difficult for people and we know what we've got going forward. Mm. It was a brilliant and game, it, mate. It was a brilliant, brilliant just, game. Just a thought to the weekend, Rob, for both yep. of these teams, because it's almost like, in some respects, you wish there wasn't a game this weekend, don't you? And they could both concentrate on, on yeah. Tuesday night. But yeah. Liverpool have got the early one. They're, they go to Everton. What does Jurgen Klopp do with, with, <laughs> oh, with, with his team there? Remember, let's remember to Merseyside Derby. It is, it's so difficult. You're absolutely right. I mean, I'm I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't really want this game to happen right now. I mean, I, we, no, we love no. the derby matches, but mm. it's kind of like, kind of weird and awkward that they've got to get up for another derby game. He's got to rest his, he's got to rest yeah. his team, Rob. He's got his priority has got to be Champions changes. League. It has, hasn't it? I mean, I it mean, has. Listen, I'd take a nil-nil board draw from Liverpool. Chuck in Ings, yeah. chuck in Solanke. Yeah, chuck I think in, so. You know, Wijnaldum, if you have to rest... Lovren, you've got to you know, do it. You've got to do Gomez it. And, and Moreno and find a way past Everton. I know Everton will come with a fire and the thing, but have you got enough ability in, in your three or four players who might be, be match winners for you? And, and also, I think there's one time where the Liverpool fans would accept, would kind of accept it and like, you, you think know so? what? Yeah. I, I think this would be it. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I think that's the way that I, I absolutely think that, that he should take it real careful because they're onto something special mm. there's no team there's absolutely no team with the way that Liverpool and Klopp plays with that high no. energy and, no. and it's not, no other team does it Rob maybe yeah. Atletico Madrid to a certain degree their very Houston, best can do yeah. it yeah. maybe you st- I don't know if they're still doing it I haven't seen them for a little no, while no not so much is um, it? Yeah. But, but there's no team that's going to want them mm. if they get through against City so they're onto something special and I think with the history of, of Liverpool and that competition they will be okay to mm. kind of make some changes and rest people for the for the second leg. Now for City, yeah, at, at home against United, I, again, it, it's difficult. I think Pep's gonna. Do you want to win think, it against United? Or? I don't think they'd be bothered. Well, maybe that's a little bit. Maybe it's yeah, not the right word. I know but but it's, it's I don't not think not, Pop, that might not it's be not his priority. The or Absolutely not. Not for this. I know it's going to be it'd be cool against the United and all that. But I think Pep is is professional enough to to think. You know what? I'm not giving up on the Champions League. I want to give us the best opportunity to think be ready. he rests people then? He rests key people? I think he does. I mean, not that he can rest that many because the squad's yeah. not very big, City. It's not a very big squad. They, you know, he, d- he doesn't want to have... He's got the Danilos. Uh, I guess Sterling could play. Fabian Delph will come in. John Stone, yeah. Zinchenko, Bernardo Silva. So, mm. I mean, there's... You know, what he can Six, rotate. Aguero, yeah, if he's fit, do you play yeah. him? Do you give, do you give him a give few some, minutes? Give you some put minutes. him on the bench? Yeah, so, so maybe... We're going to see that. I mean, Pep mm. did say before this game in midweek, he said, listen, the United game, we are going to 
rotate because of the Champions League. So he's told yeah. everybody, yeah. and I expect him to do that. So, and let's remember, Jose Mourinho takes his uh, Man United team there, and they ain't mm. going to lie down and, and fall over for, for them either. No. So it uh, mm. could be a tough game. Maybe yeah. end up with a draw, that one. Maybe. And City maybe have to hang on another week. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about brilliant moments of Champions oh, League football. Let, let's just revisit <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo's yeah. overhead kick. Yeah. Against Juve, that was mm. is one of those yeah. stunning kind of things. You have to you have to kind of blink and and, and watch did it again to make sure you got it right. Did, did, did uh -huh. it stand? Uh -huh. Did the time stand still for you, Rob? It did me a little bit. Buffon like, no, kind of looked, didn't he? And <laughs> you kind of thought, did he just do that or what? Did, it, did it, I see was, that right? I know. I, I, there's three parts to this that that for me were were incredible, uh, and the first part maybe people didn't notice, but. In fact, he actually, he actually was involved in the build-up before that, so it might be that even another part to it. But what I liked about this goal is, the first part is, when the ball is struck as a cross to come over, he moved really quickly, yeah, yeah. really quickly, to, to an unilateral move to be ready and able to, set, adjusted, to yeah. even attempt the jump. So but that remember, first Rob, part... Just like, can I preview your on, preview? Then, just before, because he was a guy who yeah. ran into the channel... Turned yeah. on the ball on the byline, laid it mm. back for the original shot that was saved, yeah. and then did exactly what you yeah. said, and I'll let you pick up from there. So yeah. it wasn't there. He'd been to the byline, yeah, and then he hangs out the back yeah. post. No, it, you're it, right. It, he'd done the first bit as well. So then he quickly gets in position, mm. and then, then you're into the height of the jump and the athleticism, <laughs> and then you're into the timing of the, of, the, of the foot movement and the contact on the ball and the accuracy of the strike, all of which is insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. I mean, he's so high, and to manage those the the the, the kick the the uh, exchange of the momentum with the left foot yeah, and then the, the left leg, and to contact it in the middle of his foot on the middle of the ball to to put it in the corner with pace, it was just it, it was just incredible, absolutely it, incredible. Even to think about it, Robert. I mean, I'm looking at it thinking the first thing that's going to happen to me as I try that stretcher. Yeah, my back's come. gonna. Yeah. I, you know, back's gone. That's me six weeks. I'd I mean, miss the ball even, as well. I'd have missed the ball. Not even close. I mean, it was <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and do you know? Do you know the thing that, that that really disappoints me most about when the goal goes in, and you just think sometimes appreciate a piece of mm. art, mm. piece of beauty, a piece of great skill. Yeah. Then we start the who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? Yeah. The, well, the whole, all that care. kicks off again. Yeah, it's like yeah. no, no, no. You, you're missing no. the point. Yeah. Appreciate what we've got in front of us—a world-class, yeah. talented footballer who's still is coming towards the end of it, at, at the top of his cycle. Can still yeah. produce wonderful moments like that. And, and, and the, the funny thing—not well, funny thing—it's not. That's the, 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 did you see the picture? I tweeted out the picture as well. He was practicing the very yeah, the same strike the day yeah. before. Um, it tells you everything about it. It tells you everything. I mean, that yeah. obviously, you know, the fact that me and you could try that, Robin, it would hit a Rosette or even miss the ball. He's practicing that uh, in, a, in a regular basis that was that was absolutely incredible. And, and I think, you know, with when you're talking about the, the reaction, I thought you were going to mm. go with the Juventus crowd. Oh, I thought yeah. that, that was oh, touching. Wow. That, that was classy yeah. from the UV yeah. fans. Say, you know what? That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and they clapped him. Good you teams, could hear some good players. Yeah, you could hear the clapping of the fans in appreciation, appreciation of the moment of genius from Ronaldo. Uh, from Ronaldo. And, and, Real Madrid and on par with that, by <coughs> the way, yep. was Zinedine Zidane rubbing his head yeah. and blowing yeah. out his cheeks. Because, by the way, yeah. that guy is the master. Of, of a special <laughs> when goal. the master starts saying that that's special, I mean, yeah. wow, I mean, yeah. 
brilliant bit of football. It's funny because yeah. I, I was thinking about as the goal went in, and I was thinking about the weekend with uh, Graham Lasson, Lee Dixon. They'd straight be saying, "Well, somebody's got to put the head in there and block the thing, or the goalkeeper's got." <laughs> you know what they're like? <laughs> Them typical defenders hate seeing a, a thing of beauty, don't they? The Ericsson goal still makes me laugh. That the first I, thing they think is goalkeeper should have saved that. <laughs> I know. Just, just quickly on the team, Rob. I mean, Real Madrid. Mm. Where are they? They're, they're like thir- third yeah. or fourth in the in La Liga. They're miles behind Barcelona. But again, <laughs> you look at Modric, Casemiro. Cruz, Isco, Ronaldo, uh, Benzema. It's still a Ramos, Varane. It's the it's old still boys really, there. Ramos misses really the second leg, doesn't he? Got a silly yellow card, yeah. uh, so yeah. he misses. But they're a little yeah. bit like Liverpool, aren't they, in, in this competition and, and yeah, on the day? Special. If they just get into mm. this competition, they're special. And they got that mm. one-game knockout that mm. looks like it's going to uh, prove too much for Juve again. And Madrid are one of those teams that... You know, on the night, if, if it clicks, you, you don't want to be the opposition. Just before we move on, Robert, just, just mm. one thought. I just was thinking about Ronaldo, you know, and just his evolution as a player. Of course, mm. he started as a flying winger, uh, yeah. then a goal-scoring, producing winger, and mm. now a striker. striker and yeah. as long as he's got this quickness in his mind and his body mm. and his feet, because he's still got the quick feet and the finishing yeah. ability... I can see him scoring goals like this for a long time. It's different to Messi. He's playing as an out-and-out striker. Yeah. He isn't doing any stamina, any kind of running back. So his, his stamina is not going to get tested so much. It's all about sharpness in the box and finishing. And there's no absolutely zero sign of that fading away because of this role, because of his attributes as a player. He can keep doing this, Rob, for a few years. I think it's where he wants to keep doing it, Rob, yeah. is the question. You know, Madrid, maybe at some point, will feel it's time to move on and get mm. their next Galactico, etc. So what's his next step? Mm. Don't quite think it's Italian football. Does he go somewhere else in Spain? That's going to be difficult. I think he'll stay there. I think you he'll think stay so? there. Yeah. Keep drawing goals like that, mate. You're going to want to go anywhere. Yeah, probably uh. the case. Let's move. Let's okay. move on to uh, Europa League football. Um, mm. an, an important game for Arsenal against yep. SK Just Moscow. Yep. Uh, got the job done. Uh, goals coming in the first half. Couple for Alexander Lacazette. Uh, sorry, one for two for Alexander Lacazette. Yep. Actually, two for, for yep. uh, Aaron Ramsey. Yeah. Um, I thought Ramsey was excellent today with, with mm. that running forward and, and and doing what he does. I mean. Brilliant goal, the, the the one that he flicks over the goalkeeper. He talked about it. I, yeah. I just listened to an interview. He said, you know, saw out the corner of my eye that the, yeah, the goalkeeper really was coming and he flicks mm. it. Brilliant ball for Mesut Ozil. It was wonderful on yeah. the night. Yeah. Again, have they done enough Arsenal? You, I'd have liked one of those second-half chances to have gone in when maybe they slightly overplayed once or twice and didn't quite hit the target. Mm. Four should be enough. But listen, you never know. Going away from home in Moscow is a difficult place to go. They concede an early goal and... Yeah. Seen stranger things happen. Um, I just don't see it. I, I thought CSK Moscow were, were like a pub team. I thought they were awful, Rob. I thought they were absolutely awful. They still awful. had threats, though, Rob. They, they still they, had they enough had threats. The goal, yeah, Musa, Musa's pace on, on, on this near side. Yeah, I, but but other than that, they were totally open. They based like to Arsenal, like you play how you want to play. If you mm. want to play through midfield, Uz, Ozil and Ramsey and, and yeah. Wilshire had, had the freedom of the park to, to do what they wanted to do, and they showed us what great players they can be, particularly Mesut Ozil. I mean, yeah, just, was just different, league, a different, different class. Yeah. That's what he can do when given no defensive responsibilities, mm-hmm. loads of time on the ball. They had, they, they could. It was just easy for Arsenal. And Arsenal, when it's easy, are brilliant. They, we've all, they've always been brilliant. So I'm not taking anything mm-hmm. away Staffy from how great Kossi they can be. At times, Rob still don't don't as a, as a pair still don't. don't well, yeah, I, yeah. They, 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 they were they were normal Arsenal. Okay, but, but 
with with a lot of space, they were brilliant on the ball and created yeah. a lot of. I mean, this game could have been like ten three, because as you mm, said, I think you've been a bit harsh. I thought CSK showed a couple of times that you know their finishing was really poor, but up until then, they, they, but, some of their getting to opportunities. I, I thought it was too open for me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was it was mega open. It was mm. typical Arsenal. But they loved it because they were a better team. Yeah, and Therefore, they could have been, they could have been loads, yeah. Rob. They had loads well, of But they might not be score. the better team away from home if CSK yeah. score one well, first and then we yeah. have a tough time. I, I just would have liked one more goal and I just hope yeah. they go with a little bit more of a defensive mindset going yeah. away from well, home and should. make sure that they get the job done. But I, I, I think, as you say, uh, three goal deficit should be enough for a yeah. team of their calibre in, in Europe and, and take just, them into the semi finals because this competition yeah. is so so important now. When you look at yeah. Lacazette, Aubameyang at the weekend, and you know, we have to mention as well, I, th- I think uh, somebody mentioned in commentary today about Aubameyang giving Lacazette the, the penalty at the weekend was important mm. against Stoke, just gave him that confidence. Mm. He gets two goals again today, yeah. and now he's on a little run, and yeah. things are starting to happen for, for yeah. the uh, centre forward. So yeah, yep, it'd be great to see Arsenal in that final in Leon. Uh, obviously, a Lacazette's old team as well to uh, go through and maybe make it into Champions League football. Are you worried, Rob, about Ramsey? Just before we move on, mm-hmm. just Aaron Ramsey's contract is another yeah. one of those. Next yeah. season's his final contract with the club. And Jack Wiltshire, by the way, still we're hearing that he's not best happy with the the deal that's been uh, no, put forward I, to. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure how that's going to go. Um, mm. I, I, I'm just more worried about Aaron Ramsey being a far better player. And, and another one that could leave on a free transfer. The whole scenario, again, will he sign a yeah. new contract, Aaron Ramsey? Um, I guess he'll wait till the summer to see what happens with the manager. Well, if you're a serving changes. player now, I didn't realise. Yeah, you, you forget, he's, he's been a, there he's 10 a good years play, now. He's a talented player. 10 he's years, a, he's a really player, good player. Yeah, you you kind of need to make sure you keep players like him and build mm. around them and, and you know, mm. And move forward, but again, mm. we don't know what's happening with Arsenal. Yeah. We don't know what's happening with the football club at the moment. Things seem to be a yeah. little bit on hold. Maybe Champions League football yeah. will have a big bearing on that. There's one more team we, we're going to talk about. One more man we're going to talk about before we close yeah. today, and they Any won't be business? playing Champions League football next season. <laughs> uh, the Boing Boing Baggies, West Bromwich yeah. Albion, part ways with Alan Pardew. We heard mutual um, kind of consent, which I'm not sure what what that means, but basically Alan Pardew left. Yeah. One win in his time uh, as manager. The, the club are, are rooted to the bottom of the table. 20 points in the moment. 10 away from safety and inevitably going to be playing championship football next season. Darren Moore's taking over as the caretaker manager. Uh, Moore is somebody I know quite well and will at least get a little bit of pride at his local mm. boy and, and, and get a little bit of organisation into him. But mm. this is one of them, Rob, where I, I just felt with Alan Pardew, um, going into that football club and the kind of players that he has, it wasn't a good fit. It was one of them where you're like, oh, I, I, you know, he knows the Premier League. He's kind of he's up to speed a little bit from recent work at Palace. It didn't have you kind of racing with enthusiasm, I'm sure. Um, I, I tell you, and there's so many layers to this as well. He yeah. went in there, Rob, straight away and was pretty gung-ho. And, yeah. I, and I get the West Brom fans were fed up with Pulis football. They wanted some more entertaining attacking uh, play mm. because they believed the players were there to do that. And to be fair, he, he went in with, what, three up front, uh, uh, three attacking yeah, players out there. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. played two strikers. Mm. Uh, and it didn't make any difference. And I don't know whether he was a little bit... Was he just playing to the fans there to try and get them on side to say, this is the way Maybe. I play, this is what I want, this is what Maybe, I believe can you know, get What else could he say? I'm going to come in here, work. make it tight, and we're well, going to scrape away. I know, Maybe, I know. yeah. What's the future of him? Sorry? 
What's the future hold for Alan Pardew? Well, a couple of things that, that um, alarmed me a little bit about this is that I looked a little bit through the timeline. When he first got in there, after a couple of games, Chris Bunt and, and, uh, mm. and Jakob came out and were critical about the tactics and the way they played publicly. Now, you know Chris Bunt, you played with him and, and Jakob. They're generally kind of no, foot soldiers who get on. Yeah. They're not that kind of guy. So straight away, that, that made me think, hmm. Um. Then they go away. You see people like... Evans, Livermore, Barry and Myhill, who are, who are good, solid pros, who you know had good careers and have been worked in, in, in other uh, situations. They're the ones who go out in some taxi and end up with, you know, and it's all bad publicity on a team that's bottom of the league. So, again, more experienced players mm. not delivering for him. He, he takes a big gamble, which I said at the time was a gamble I'd take, Daniel Storage, yeah. and kicked a ball for him. So, mm. all of a sudden, Rob, he's gone into that football club and I'm not sure he's connected with his older players and you know as much as anything a new manager comes in you've got to get some of those old experienced pros on side with you they've got to be working with you together to get the yeah. results and yeah. and it doesn't look like that's happened to me now with Alan Poggi now whether that's because Alan's a London boy he's got a little bit of confidence and you know he, he some might think it's a bit of arrogance or whatever that's his way maybe he's worked with some players and it's been better but listen he's worked up in Newcastle in the North East he, he, he's had results he's had a good spell of form there the worry, for, I think, for Alan Pardew, maybe the long answer to your question is, I don't see him getting another Premier League job off the bat. I, I think the next time we see Alan Pardew in the Premier League, if we see Alan Pardew in the Premier League, is he's going to have to bring a team up. You know what? And I'm sure Alan Pardew, of course, will take a lot of criticism for his time at West Brom. But I still think it's a little bit twofold. I think it's quite easy to, to pick out him as being the reason why the senior players behaved awfully mm. when they're away. Um, I get, you know, the reports say that, that, that Alan Pardew was really critical, embarrassing in some way, Sam Field, a young player that was, was doing really well yeah. in the team. And it wasn't long before he got him out the side. And, mm. and the reports were that the senior players were really Didn't disappointed like with the manager yeah. uh, treating him that way. So, of course, we can criticise Alan Pardew for creating an atmosphere in that club where the senior players di were unhappy and, and ultimately didn't behave well, particularly when they're away mm. on that trip. But I still can't let those players get away with that, Rob, as if it's all Alan Pardew's fault. No, no, but the experience I'm not they've got that. and the situation they were in. But them, those same players behavior. under under Tony Pulis, I don't think we would have seen those things. So, so what? 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 But has what's he happened? Well, is he, is he, has Pardew trusted the senior players to go and have a drink and they took it too far? Again, th maybe this doesn't affect the whole season, but, but when you're a newish manager into a team and senior mm. players are behaving that way, is it the manager's fault for creating an atmosphere or trusting the senior players or the players' fault for going out uh, and doing stuff they shouldn't be doing when they're trying to work? Yeah, listen, the pl players have to look at themselves as well. And, and yeah. some of them, listen, will be playing championship football. You know, they yeah. won't be sort of grandfathered out into other Premier League clubs who will come looking because, um, you yeah. know, there's some who, who needed that team to stay in, in the, in the yeah, Premier absolutely. League to be Premier League players. So, you know, it's going to be a tough, hard summer for, for whoever takes over at West Bromwich Albion. And uh, Dan Moore will obviously do a good job till the end of the season, but I'm sure they'll, they'll go for a higher-profile manager Is it try one and bounce back up at, yeah. uh, at the first occasion. Is it one of them where... where they ain't going to bounce back up. Is there that much trouble mm. at that club? There's just been reports that they, they had no more wages for new players. Yeah. Are they another could Sunderland, potentially, that are gonna, that could, could tumble down the leagues? Mm.
And, and right there is a warning to any team in, in, in the Premier League. Don't take it for granted. Don't take being mid-table, not playing <laughs> greatest football for granted because yeah. there's another side to, to, to that page as well that, yeah. that you know, is, is drastic. And we've seen so many teams down there desperate to get back up. And you know, Sunderland may be the greatest example, may well be going down to League One, I mean, maybe dropping out of the Championship this I season. Mean, I mean, you just, just on that point, just to continue that real quick, Southampton, Stoke and West Brom. Yeah. If there's any a, a lesson from this season, when your club, you think yeah. it's established in the Premier League, it shows you what a fine yeah. line it is between winning games most weeks and losing mm. games most yeah. weeks. And that's recruitment, that it's off. mentality, and it's blimmin' incredible this season. And, and as we're looking right now, I mean, there's a little gap. It could be those three. That you, three that established teams, Rob. Absolutely. We would ne- yeah, never. We, we, never in this world. If we're talking we going down, we would never yeah. put those three uh, to, to go down. Yeah. But it's a delicate As you say, this is Premier League. That's what makes it so exciting. That's what's going to make it so exciting from now to the end of the season. So that's it from us. Now we want to hear from you, our listeners. Firstly, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like and where we can improve, but more importantly, tell us what team you support and why, and we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So, in a week when Anfield showed us again it's a special place for European football, Cristiano Ronaldo came up with a special moment, and Arsenal put four past CSK, and Ramsey's goal being the pick of the bunch. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening. And bye for now. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.